0: Actually, I remember the woman who plays um, Susan Kennedy on Neighbors. She was yeah, a Frankston Jackie local.
1: Jackie
2: Woodburn. Yeah. Oh. No, um, I don't yeah. know how I know that. <laughs> 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 I was going to say
1: along to the this. <laughs> Hello, welcome to another episode of Community Notice Board, a podcast about suburbs we grew up in, local landmarks, hometown heroes, and coming of age tales. We've got a very special guest today, very funny comedian. John Glover is here. How are you, John? Hello, great. Thanks for saying I'm
0: very special. (laughs) (laughs) You are very Very special, special. John. Very special guest. You guys are too kind to me. We love
2: special guests. We've We've got a great suburb today. A great
1: suburb today. It feels sometimes like it might be the butt of a lot of jokes and memes. But doing research on it, it seems a lot nicer than all the memes and butts of jokes. You know, it seems like a pretty cool place. We're talking about Frankston, Frankston in Melbourne, yeah. And yeah.
3: it's it's because it's like I've never lived in Melbourne or Victoria, but it, it it's the if I was doing a gig down there and had a hacky like local bad suburb joke, that's what I would swap in for just without thinking because well, it, it it's sort of it's so spread, it spread. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think the Frankston, uh, uh, I guess memes and the and the you know the lore of Victoria that Frankston is the bad weird spot. Is that fair? Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. And it yeah, is yeah. the bad weird spot, but you're right, it's so hard to like research now because now it has money. Mm, so it's kind of good, but right. like my memories of it are fucking shocking. Yeah. I I remember seeing once um at Melbourne Comedy Festival years ago Josh Thomas and some people came late into the show and he was like, oh, why are you so late? And they're like, oh, we had to come here all the way from Rosebud. And he was like, where the fuck is that? And they're like, oh, it's like an hour south of Frankston. And he goes, oh, so it's like Frankston's Frankston.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <They're> like, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get good once you get past Frankston, you know? Yeah. I have a bit of a soft spot for Frankston because much like Queen BN, we, we, everyone in Canberra called Queen Bean Struggle Town. And from what I could gather, it, people, there are so many names that I came across. My favorite was Fran Ganistan. <laughs> <laughs> I was
4: thinking of that too. <laughs> yeah. Fran it's like Gannister. the nanny, Fran Ganistan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, Kabul or something like
3: that. Yeah. You, you Fran- can't
0: do any better than that. People used to call it Franger. Yeah, no, like good. a condom. Frangers. But then like you heard Frank Ganistan and you're like, well, Frank is out. <laughs> yeah, got a new, not a new lot of way. Frank
2: is getting around Frankston, I would imagine. Oh God, no. <laughs> well, not, not in the rapper anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he might be
3: shelving it up, smuggling drugs around. Or something like that, you know? um, but you did say it's got money now, but this fucking blew me away still. So I don't think there's that much money because Tones and Eyes from, you know, the, the singer Tones mm. and I, she's from Frankston. Uh, inside tones and eyes, seven hundred twenty thousand dollars Frankston mansion. What she owns property in Frankston? <laughs> yeah, and I knew she a, lived a, on Byron Bay. A or mansion, whatever. a mansion in Frankston, seven hundred twenty grand. And it's sort of going on about how it's this crazy mansion with a, a, a separate bungalow and all that. And I am like, geez, wow. seven hundred twenty grand gets you a mansion. So yeah, that's,
0: that's, yeah. Our house went like because when we my family sold their our house when I was like thirteen, and that was like three bedrooms, like two stories, how many bathrooms? And I think that was like. 260 Jeez. it went for. Like, it's fucking insane. And
3: it is still, like, Melbourne, right? Like, it's still, yeah, you're just like, you're th- it's not a regional town or anything. It's still, p- it's just like the edge down the south. The uh, gateway to morning,
2: morning Peninsula. Yeah, as yeah, they call it. It's a gateway to a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> morning to the Peninsula, the nicest one. Yeah, no, it's like, it's the end of the train line, so it's like an hour and 10 minutes to get there. Mm, but right. if you go another suburb out, you would technically, I think, call it regional. Yeah. Yes. yes. Right so it's sort
3: coast. of like, I guess, like Penrith, is here yeah, back back on the yeah. beach, right? It's on the right on the
0: Yeah, road. yeah, it's on the beach, but it's like in the bay, so it's like boring. Right. It? The first place I ever saw a syringe, oh. Frankston Beach. Yeah. Nice. I know, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at the little syringe. <laughs> yeah. <on there>. yeah, <laughs> just buried like, under the sand. Don't disturb it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I no, someone's coming back for that. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw a, um, a bong when I was a kid. <sighs> My mum took me to the park and we were like kicking the footy around and there was like a public toilet thing and behind it, there was just a bong sitting there. And I was I was I don't know, probably six years old and I was like, What's that to mum? She goes, She said Oh, that's a bong. And I thought she said bomb and I'm like fucking sprint away from <laughs> it!" blow up, <laughs> up, <all laughs> up. Putting your hat over trying to like <laughs> <Yeah>. explode. <laughs>
3: oh shit. So it was growing up there, uh, like did you realise you were in the sort of punchline suburb or is it just like, it's only now that you're looking back, you're like, that was pretty weird. No, it was always the Punchline suburb, yeah. I think. Like, it's it's always been, like,
0: fucking Bogan Gate down there. Um, everyone, like, because everyone in the Mornington Peninsula would kind of come to Frankston. That's, like, the CBD for them. Like, mm-hmm. if you need something done, you go up there. That's where, like, all the... Frankston's got everything, like, doctors, arts. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things. <laughs> I <laughs> another thing. So Every town. Need. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, all the people who live really far south further than Frankston, where there's nothing to do, the only thing you do
2: is drugs. And so that,
0: like, made its way into Frankston as well. I
2: didn't realise that, like, the Mornington Peninsula had such a kind of, you know, nefarious little rep. Like, I've been there. It's beautiful down there. Yeah, it's stunning. I think it's, like, it's, it's so twofold.
0: And Frankston's the same, where there's kind of, like the high echelon area and then
3: there's like the not right. so yep, <laughs> you know yep. the rough areas it so. sounds a little central coasty to me you know True, central coast yeah, is like got old, old money and then there's some real rough parts yeah. and it's all like beautiful it's mm. just there's just yeah. a little bit I of struggle mean, town. I've though. been to the entrance. It was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Fucking right. Yeah. Oh, I, I was there town. last
0: weekend and honestly, f- similar vibes. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. RSLs on the water. Yeah. 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 I yeah. do uh, love Bad an tattoos. RSL on the water.
3: And it, yeah, especially like, yeah, Gosford and that would be the, the epicenter of the, the rest of the region. So an hour from Sydney sort of thing. So I reckon that's mm.
2: probably. Do true. you
0: have
3: any residual like Frankston pride?
0: Uh... Let's say yes. I remember there was there was a season of Big Brother. I remember in like two thousand and eight or so, and there was a girl on it that was from Frankston. And around that period of time Frankston was getting really like up its own ass with Frankston pride. Yep. And so a lot of shops were selling bumper stickers that were like, I heart Frankston and people would put them on their laptops and their cars yeah. and shit. And I remember she brought one into the house and was being really like, yeah, Franker," like yes. all the time. And it was
2: just like bad PR. Like, yeah, she yeah. was unlikable it's as a TV <laughs> character. It's like her equivalent of Merlin unfurling the free the refugees. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the in her mouth <laughs> <laughs> Frankston pride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Frankston <laughs> like, I don't know Which so there was, was so there. there's like
3: the New York London Milan Frankston mm. shirt yes yeah that shirt I think you could
2: buy it at Frankston JJ's actually Queen Bo had that yeah <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of similarities, similarities. Why I, I, yeah I, researching it I was just like I don't mind a bit of Frankston and I and I've
3: I shown Drew before but I look at the Facebook groups and there's one called Frankston Pride and the banner Amazing. image is just a guy with the postcode on his knuckles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, 303199. So yeah, 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 yeah. Just fucking represent. I'm like, I saw that I'm like, this is fucking perfect. Like, I don't even need to go into the group. Like, I just know yeah, exactly what it is That's the group. See. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you call cool. Queen being and Queen Bo? mm
0: I love that. Yeah. Queen We're short on time, but that I'll say Queen Vian. Quang- Queen ja- Ghanistan. Queen Ghanistan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Poor Afghanistan. You know what I <laughs> mean? It's like, oh, okay, yeah, gotcha J- oh, this is dead said war-torn <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's how it felt. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you reckon it's gotten a bit, a bit of money now though. It's sort of picking up a little bit, but it's still some reputational stuff happening. Like it's, it's just a bit of money's moving south, I guess, from, from the CBD. Yeah, I think people move down there when they buy a house.
0: It's, like, that sort of area. Because um, the Mornington Peninsula itself is expensive. And then Frankston's, like... Like, if Tones and I can afford a fucking mansion... Yeah. I'm sure she lives in Frankston South, which is, like, the nice <laughs> part. Most- oh, yeah. yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. And then Frankston North is, like, mostly commission housing, yeah. like... Schools with barbed wire fences, like that oh, kind geez. of environment. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
3: that does sound a little Kabul,
0: actually. <laughs> <laughs> raise a wire <laughs> in the school. Poor Afghanistan.
3: Yeah. C- catch a break. There's I I that <laughs> now, this. I, um, I just... There were so many Daily Mail articles that were, like, funny, but... Oh, please tell me. I mean, some of them were... I got one that Drew got as well. I may just spoil it now. Okay, Yeah, for yeah it. I, it's pretty much <laughs> that, but I think it made the news, but it was... Just the headlines of Santa Claus pepper sprayed by cops in Frankston Bunnings. Which <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even December.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, so, I mean, this guy, who was a bit of a nutcase, but you know, whatever. 60 year old guy dressed up, wasn't employed by the San- uh, by Frankston Bunnings, but was sort of abusing staff and giving <laughs> them a <laughs> gobble. <Godful. That's laughs> like, so just like, just you know, you're going to get a fucking bag of coal, mate, yeah. you know? Yeah. And um, refused to leave, cops but just the headline <laughs> yeah, is just it's enough so it's good. all you need really and unique. then I lo- this one as well Cracked me up because um, just when it plays out. So disturbing moment, young Eshe with mullet threatens to bash an adult on the train before punching him in the face. We've got the, we've yeah, got the video. We ran, oh, get, get that oh, I don't oh, know, have Okay, to, okay yeah, it was yeah, we, me. <laughs> <Bye. laughs> it was the Eshe. Well, the, all, what I loved was him just yelling out, me, me, I own Frankston. Yeah. I own Frankston. Uh, <laughs> oh, do you want to play the video? Play the video. Yeah, yeah, I
1: think if we can, I don't know how to connect to this bloody thing, so. I can get it up. Oh, you can? Cool. Yeah. But it, it, is a great, it is a great video. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've
2: seen this video. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it went around, like, maybe one or two years ago, like, you know, on Brown Cardigan like and all those that. Those oh, things,
1: course. with the Daily Mail, like, they have to describe what an Esche is as well. Yeah. And they just write it in the most Daily Mail, uh, like, way. Way, where I think it's like the boy was dressed in typical esche clothing consisting of a cap a Nike tea, and Nike TN runners, <laughs> like, it almost reads like one of that, like a terrible comedian doing a news parody show. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: all right, do you want to uh, yeah. push this?
4: The...
3: And just for oh. everyone only listen. the boy is like if, 13 years yeah, old. Yeah, I forgot that, that he that was like he, very young. Yeah, and it's like 10 years old. He's it's actually oh, our look. mayor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we voted him he, in. <laughs> he owns Frank's. <laughs> he does. I Something ain't. about that train line, it, it attracts people. I've seen like a dozens of him when I was a teenager. Must, yeah, and very intimidating. Like, yeah, but like, because I grew up there, not a lot of stuff intimidates me really mm. anymore. Like it's the kind of town where like if you dress slightly like noticeable so that if someone walks past you they need to double take they'll say something Yeah. Mm. so like there's nothing like whatever it doesn't fucking scare me yeah I'm tough yeah Yeah. 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 I I
1: was thinking about that like uh, once I read that article I was like would I be intimidated by a 13 year old like yelling in my face trying to punch me like part of me was like no fucking look at him he's ridiculous size Mm. like you would just laugh but then part of me was like if he's like really in my face trying to hit me I might be like I might be terrified of a 13 year old boy. Well, I,
2: I. You can't do anything. not like you. you that, fight that's the kid. thing. And I, and I reckon
3: um, the thing is if you hit him. You it's look, like he once he comes guy. back with his like twenty four year old brother and but ba- you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I'm not scared of him if it's in a ring, a sanctioned fight. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but if it's just I would like like love a sanctioned fight between <laughs> me and a twelve year
4: old.
1: Just get the shit that, get down of that, me. <laughs> that's where I'd be more terrified.
3: Yeah, <laughs> he's just got you in a chuckle. Say I
1: <laughs> own Frankston. Say I <laughs> own Frankston. <laughs> <laughs> you own it.
3: You own it. But like, that to me is like what, again? What are you gonna do? All you have to do is hit him and then he crumbles and. And then everyone's like,
4: why, why would you hit a little
3: boy? And yeah. then the article is big bully from Sydney <laughs> bashes <the laughs> 30-year-old child. You know, like,
1: he was just trying to claim that he owned Frank. <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: yeah. We, we've all been
1: there. And yeah, fucking Sydney cider. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First they
3: bring COVID down here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I went to a prep to 12 school and so like when I was like, 15, I was interacting with like seven-year-olds all the time, which was like fucking annoying. Because it was also tiny, so mm. they were just always in your way. Yeah. And there was a kid I remember one day who was that kind of energy who was like running around, like getting in front of you as you're trying to walk forwards. So Who's like walking backwards in front of you, like, oi, what are you gonna do? What are you fucking fucking gonna do, you little cunt? <laughs> and I was just like, I just shoved this like seven-year-old, and he like fell like five times over, basically, <laughs> like into the bitumen and had like the biggest little fucking pissy hissy fit about it yeah. and then I look like the psycho yeah. for yeah. shoving a small child yeah. and it's that like you can't get away from that no, like yeah. I'd fight a kid if no one saw <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly if <laughs> no one ever heard about it <laughs> i do it I think your idea is <laughs> gaining traction this is why we need to officially sanction yes. man boy fights
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know what you can charge for it in Frankston yeah, I mean, like
1: boys are fucking irritating yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't really want to be a part of an organisation that starts with man boy by the way <laughs> <laughs> fight. Fight. No,
1: you get to beat the shit out.
3: Physical <laughs> combat and wrestling. Uh, oh, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, and so you never felt like, uh, you, like... You never felt too much like having to defend Frankston, like, you know, in terms of, hey, it's not that bad, or do you just do you feel like oh, it's...
0: Nah, I've got friends that are like that mm-hmm. who... Because like, it's also one of those towns, you know when you just, you're just you like so far away from the capital city, people you go to high school with then just like get married as soon as they're out of high school mm. and never leave that mm-hmm. area. They're like, I've got everything I need down here. Mm. So there's a lot of people like that who still live there who are very much that like defendant. No, it's nice. It's actually nice mm-hmm. now. They've done up the beach. They've done up the train station. It's beautiful. There's a foreshore now. Let's not forget that a man set his wife on fire at the beach in like '97. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it. <laughs> there was like a little, uh, you know, cross and flowers like on the foreshore for like ten years oh, after that, or something. Was
2: that the, she was from Brunswick or Coburg or something? Oh, maybe. Yeah, someone, someone d- like that. someone sent us that to us when we put out like a little like. Oh, do you that's have any so tips? Funny. And oh. then someone was like, "Here's a tip," and, and then I read it. and I was like, "This is horrible!" <laughs> <laughs> horrible. Oh, at what point do we talk about Paul Danya? I assume All you found him. Right, yeah. Of course. Yeah. We-, we we can touch on him. A yeah, bit later, right? <laughs> I mean, save right. that for later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to get him cancelled. <laughs> 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 <We> can touch- <laughs>
1: he don't want to be associated with the podcast that licensed <laughs> man boy. <podcast>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sure, I mean, you guys have something on it. Right? I've got, I've got a um, bit of a mystery from a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. Ooh. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, John, but uh, this is on the 30th of July, 2019. A uh, bunch of mysterious graffiti starts turning up all over Frankston. So I've got photos of it here. I'll show you, I'll show you guys. But it's, there's like a public barbecue in a park and it's always the same message in purple graffiti. And it says, Chris, you need to talk to me before baby is born or don't bother after.
0: <laughs> I do remember this. There were so many photos yeah, going yeah, out yeah, on yeah, Facebook. Yeah. It, it's
2: And I love it as well because the public barbecue, there's two. So there's one on the barbecue. There's a separate barbecue where she's written it on the ground. And it's just there's just an empty bottle of vodka and empty beer bottles there, like she's just getting pierced. <laughs> oh no! Um, on a wall, like it's 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 everywhere. That lucky baby. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so this obviously on the thirtieth of July, it just absolutely blows up, and people put it on appropriately enough for this podcast, the Frankston Community Notice Board Facebook group, yep. and of which I am a member. Yes. Oh, all right. And and people on there was like they start. There's a lot of speculation. Um, so I've got a couple of. Uh, comments, you know, it's like, um, one, one I like because there were theories in there, like a lot of people being like, um, you know, Chris will be at the vasectomy clinic tomorrow at opening time. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah's like, I uh, would be, would make for a good condom or family planning advertisement. <laughs> um, but then one guy, Scott, I like this. He goes, plot twist, this is an elaborate plan constructed by Chris to prove to his mates that he got a root. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh,
3: that's good. <laughs> He's shooting winners as well.
2: <laughs> and then, um, there's so much of that but then i love any facebook group if you if you read the enough comments there's always an older say 50s or 60s like woman who just hates women and posts the most misogynistic comments it's always like an old lady and this lisa just goes did anyone think chris might be short for christine and it's a guy doing the vandalizing <laughs> She might be home, watch her belly grow, and realizing she dodged a bullet with this bloke. What does that mean? So she thinks that she's she, he, like, stitchy. a guy like,
3: saying, Please like contact he, me about the baby. So I think so. I, I, <laughs> I don't know a what a theory is. <laughs> it's like, it's so obviously just a woman. <laughs> the
2: and then guys the, going fucking. But there's, there's heaps of it. There's like so many women who are just like, This wouldn't, you know, this has got to be f- the, f- the bloke who's like trying to get out of it somehow. Right. Right. Anyway, so that's the 30th. Then the 31st rocks around. Oh, when it got passed around, the council obviously got picked up. Mm. And a lot of local councils now have a thing where if you see graffiti, you basically, it's like an app and they come and clean it. Like you take a photo, you say, here it is. And they did that. They cleaned like most of it off on the 30th. So the next day, the 31st, she strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a lot going on in this woman's yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the 31st. Uh, this time it was just on some property developer's sign. So I guess she she just one and done. You mm-hmm. know, she didn't have time to sort of drink a bottle of vodka to <laughs> the barbecue. I'm gonna message
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. fucking
0: do it. Did you get my message? It wasn't on her phone, so I don't <laughs> know if <you> saw it. <laughs>
2: um. Then sadly, two days later, uh, one day later, on the first of August, she did get arrested. Um, and then in a, in a twist, a happy or sad twist, depending on the way you view this story, she did find Chris. Um, this is from the daily mail, a pregnant mother who spray painted graffiti asking, where is Chris in a desperate attempt to track down the father of her unborn child has found him. Stacy Curry from Frankston in Victoria appeared in court on Friday alongside her baby's father, father, Chris. Who intends to plead guilty for her wild vandalism? So they did get reunited in the end. I think oh, it's right. And he turned up at court. With he, her. Did, he did. He stood wow. he stood wow. so He's
3: a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. I've always defended Chris. Yeah. <laughs> but she was just out of credit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> 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 was just like, you know, why haven't you contacted me? She's like, I've left your messages. That's the Frankston
2: rom-com, baby.
3: Yeah, look
1: that movie.
2: I, I think it's adorable. Yeah, yeah that's pretty. It's cool.
0: quite sweet. Credit yeah. makes me think of Frankston. Like those two things are combined for me. I just remember being a teenager and like run out of credit and then go to like the Telstra payphone in the train station and like getting the voucher and punching in the yeah, um, yeah. the thing to like add it back on and, and then if that doesn't work doing a 1-800-MUM-DAD yeah. Yeah, 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 like yeah classic yeah. please repeat your name after mm. the turn
4: mum please <laughs> 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 I know,
0: they started clicking down on that once and I did it and then it went through to a call centre and a guy was like hello this is the centre for 1-800-MUM-DAD can you repeat your name please and I just hung up oh and I think God. I walked it was like 45 minutes. I well, guess a
3: message. And he's like, Julie, do we? No way. Uh, come pick me up. <laughs> <now?"> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fucking kids.
3: <laughs> Dumb kids.
2: Yeah. Um, another another thing. Uh, this is just a quick one, but it's it wouldn't be a, a sort of, you know, uh, dodgy Aussie suburb without a blackface scandal. Oh, uh-huh, right. okay. So this was also me. <laughs> 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 this is the uh, Frankston Bombers Football and Netball Club. Uh, got in a bit of strife in 2016. Mm. Oh okay <laughs> way <laughs> after way, hey hey uh, way uh, up there, uh, Harry Connick Juniors I said <laughs> no and <laughs> we kept at it <laughs> but what's like what's so funny to, to me this is like it's it's egregious so there is a fancy dress party I'll show you it. so it's a woman and a guy the guy is completely just like you know, as dark as you can get, and the woman has tastefully put like a big fake booty in her pants as well. So oh. she's like, tasteful. Mm. she's very she's uh, committing to the bit. Give us another squeeze. I didn't check it. out. Um. All oh, oh, right. Okay. And they're going as they're, well, oh, Kim and Kim and Kanye. And, uh, yeah. Maybe. Um. But like, what's crazy about this? And again, remember for those listening at home, it, this is 2016.
4: <laughs> this is not mm. that long ago.
2: And yep. and uh Briggs, um, the rapper. Australian rapper, oh, he. Yeah. He like called him out on Twitter and was just like, "What the fuck are you guys doing? This is ridiculous," and um, you know, he's kind of taking the piss or whatever. And you'd think you, you you got two options: you release the notes apology on Twitter, mm-hmm. or you go like radio silent and you just you delete or your your profile and just don't. Yep. Can I don't suggest a third option? Well, okay. double down.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Jamie. I don't know if you've worked for the <laughs> social media company <laughs> that manages the bombers' Facebook. Oh, but they uh, they called Briggs and left him a voicemail after he tried to contact them about the incident, um, saying, "If you don't fucking like it, then fucking blow my cock, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, <laughs> oh, oh, that
2: is music to my <laughs> ears. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> <Scotic Empire,
3: laughs> get right? So yeah. funny. Oh, the Frankston N bombers. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Damn!
3: Oh, yeah, that's it,
0: it shouldn't surprise you. Frankston's very white. Yeah. yeah, there was one Asian kid at my school, and then
3: I don't think I met another person of color until I was like seventeen. Yeah, wow, really?
2: That's a bit like your school.
3: Yeah, in my school, we had like a, a, an Asian kid turn up, and then we we're like, "Oh, wow, you're Asian! Like that's crazy!" And there was a <laughs> schlanken kid, and we're like, "Get away, John! You're not interested anymore. You're a schlanken now." And um, we were like, like racistly fascinated with, yeah, their, you know, like, oh, and everyone wanted to be friends with this Sri Lankan girl and this Asian boy. <laughs> it's just like so ridiculous. But it was like, oh, like what? It was a real childish racism yeah. where you're yeah. just like treating them differently, but like more like patronizingly being like, well, it's like? This a- is a table, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. like, <I'm> uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> do you have those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> South Korea. That was
2: or? the first time I saw twins when I was in kindergarten. The A movie? John. <laughs> 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 Great movie. <laughs> this, this kid, uh, were John and William were twin brothers and they were both like like red nuts, super freckly, like very distinct looking kids. And I was in um, William's class and there were two kindy classes. So I was in William's class and I just knew him as William. And I remember one day, like my mom's picking up from school I'm five, like sitting there with my little backpack and I see William walk out. And then his mum comes over and she's got John by the hand and she's like, all right, kids, let's go. And I like, lo- my brain just f- malfunctioned. <laughs> and I like turn to my mum and really loud was like, mum, there's
4: two Williams.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> there's a glitch in
2: the matrix, mum. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: God. Oh, is that drink for me? I just noticed that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Sure. Of course.
2: Thank you. absolutely. Um, Absolutely. I did want to talk. I've got a few things. I did want to bring up a... Um, uh, a Frankston personality. One which was blew my mind. Um, do you know Carl Cox, the DJ, the British DJ?
4: No,
3: nah.
2: he was like the biggest DJ in the late nineties, early two thousands. That's his not DJ name. Is Carl now? Cox.
3: Mm, maybe mm,
2: don't really know. Him. Well nah. then. Forget I
3: said it. <laughs> <laughs> he's over. He played a gig in Frankston.
2: <laughs> well, he lives there. He's Br- he just he's oh, British, what? but he has. I don't know why. Of all like
0: places to move
3: to. Isn't there? Um, I, I didn't really get much detail because they'd all shut down, but was there a couple of crazy nightclubs in Frankston? Like, oh, um, yes. Oh, oh, let's hear about it. Yeah, please. the 21st century. 21st century. Yeah. Oh. Um,
0: they were all on the same strip. So they're all literally wall to wall to each other. There was Flanagan's on the corner, which still exists, and it fucking rocks. That's like where I went when I was 18, like, every single week. Next to that was the Pelly Bar, which a lot of, like, kind of indie bands performed at. I saw the Beards there. Do mm-hmm. oh, you yeah. yeah. remember them? Yeah, yeah. I remember them. Yeah. Um, uh, I saw fucking... I think I saw, like, Kate miller there when she was, like, really, like, small. And then next to that was the 21st Century, which was, like, they had a revolving floor in the dance floor. Sick. It was insane. Um, they used to have underage parties like every Wednesday, like the first Wednesday of every month, or something like that, and it was very much like the teeny bopper. Like cool girls would go there and like sneak in drinks and like make out right. with boys and that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I remember seeing Art versus Science there when I was oh, like nineteen. Nice. That's cool. Um, I was asking my sister for Frankston stuff, and she's like, "Oh, all I remember is that I saw the Butterfly Effect." At um, <laughs> fuck, I love the Butterfly. Effect. Yeah, <laughs> oh twenty eight days. And like, it was just one of those places where all the like grungy bands on tour who aren't big enough to do like big theaters in the C B D would yeah. just do lots of small theatres. Yeah. Mm. And they would always go to 21st. Well the
2: only time I've ever been to Frankston was with um But you've been I've been, yeah. Um former guest and friend of mine, uh TK, Stack Hat, he was in a band and they like I, we were just we were on tour. I just came along, so <laughs> I was like, "I got nothing to do." Um, Drew wouldn't take a hint. Is what-, <laughs> <laughs> what? What were your
0: impressions of the
2: the town? Well, we only went because they, they played a gig at like at the fucking youth center there or something. Mm-hmm. Something. So it was like we just stayed. It was in and out, and it was like, you know, we'd played like St Kilda. We again fucking <laughs> <eight. laughs> secured triangle before. on the side <laughs> <laughs> in the wings, like no
1: light. Yeah. Yeah. So showing up with a bass guitar strapped up over him, being like, One day <laughs>
0: It's the equivalent of standing on the outside of the skipping rope, and you're like,
4: <laughs> 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 "No, nope.
0: okay."
2: But yeah, I mean, I just remember it as like a normal town. We were in and out, sort of. You know, it was, there was no, there was not enough time for me to absorb the local culture. Mm. didn't see a single syringe oh that's a shame but so
3: there there was a 21st and i'll i'll name some others i saw i don't know if they are the same name of the same club that changed was it glaciers Mm. glaciers that popped up somewhere and then there was red rob red robin or robin hood or tavern robin hood tavern yeah that was a really small
0: fuck oh that place was shit i don't know if i ever actually went there i think i might have walked in for about 10 minutes
3: once there was a in the frankston pride page there was a lot of memes of like a real clearly meth-addled guy. And it's like, you know, Glacier's a shot. And it's like, better go to the Red Robin. or You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, it was yeah. like a lot of like, okay, that's the local like last a,
2: stop. Is this bar. all on the famous, because there's a famous intersection where it's just like pub, pub, pub. Yes. Pub, yeah, right. Funnies
0: is on one of those corners. And then like, I, I actually remember like, because when I would go out when I was 18, it was like always Thursdays. It was like the youth night. Like mm-hmm. if you're under like 28 or so, you would go out. And so the lines for those three Clubs would just merge accidentally because <laughs> they're all next to each other. So there'd just be a line down to the literal beach, and you don't know who's going and where. But just like
2: punch up starting throughout. the yeah, line. yeah,
0: yeah. Did you find JD's pool hall in the? No, I didn't. What is that? That's another another nightclub? That sounds. It, cool. It's uh, yeah. it's like a dive bar. It's just a um, like a. What's the, what's the fucking game with the billiards and the- Pool. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Famously, yeah. JD's pool pool. Yeah. <laughs> Great schools down there. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like really dirty and they purposely never had any lights on. Uh, and I had a friend that got a job there as a bartender when she was like 20. And she was telling me that they didn't ever roster a, two girls on at the same time. For like <laughs> obvious reasons. Yeah. Really so she was always working with men or they'd put two men on behind the bar, but they would never have two women. Right. Jeez, so just they know the clientele. that. Yeah. It's, it's very like men over 40. Uh, like yeah. they get there at 10 a.m. They stay there till Is midnight. it like
3: bikies or is it just rough ruffians? It's I not think like it walk. is a little bit bikey actually. Right, yeah, a, It sounds very bike-y. I
2: found one uh, a review from a place called The Deck. Oh, yeah. and The deck took over a
0: strip club. Oh,
1: okay. Uh,
0: and in like 2013, so it was very late. It was a strip club for ages and it was right opposite Flanny's. And I, they're trying to be really classy. The deck's like, ooh, how exciting. We're like near the beach. It's a it's a fun pub. And it says like established 2013 everywhere as if that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's not yeah. a pub from 100 years yeah, ago. No, exactly. <laughs> <I> was, wow, <laughs> this
1: place is 10 years old. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wow. crazy. Yeah. Crazy still standing.
2: Actually. <laughs> well, this is not just a review that I liked because... You know when someone just they get in way too into detail in a review with shit that you you probably don't want to hear about. This is um Katarina, and starts off. First sentence is all caps. Do not eat the seafood. (laughs) I had salmon and this was definitely off. It went straight through me after 15 minutes of consuming it. I was straight through the toilet and that was me for the next five days. Out both ends. I should have gone to hospital. I honestly don't know why I didn't. I reckon I could have had brain damage.
4: (laughs) 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 That's
2: how bad it was. Lucky I had family looking after me. This is a warning to anyone who does not want food poisoning. Do not eat the salmon unless you want to lose weight or die. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> oh, my God. She could have just said I got food poisoning, not I was fucking <laughs> shooting
3: diarrhea. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I, please, I have, have reconstructive surgery in my brain. You've got to yeah. you lend
1: legitimacy to it, though. Because uh, anyone can just say, gave me food I don't really poisoning. want to have salmon at a former strip club. <laughs> either, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really the seafood
3: menu. It's not what I'm going for, Phil. Um, I have some stuff on a local politician... Um, do you don't have it? Do you, uh, because I don't know, if this will take a while. I'm oh
1: yeah, I've got, I've got a quick thing, uh, the, the which is something of like a Frankston urban legend that went viral also in 2016. Mm. I'm not sure if, maybe you probably remember this, uh, John. Uh, so basically someone on Facebook posted Uh, something that went everywhere for like a couple of days. And so a guy just said, guys, this is the true crime story of the decade. Yesterday, a friend told me what might well be the best story I've ever heard. She caught the train in from Frankston, and while she was waiting for the train to come, she noticed a man sitting down on the platform with a big bag of fish and chips, but he wasn't really eating them. He was just sort of letting them air this attracted a few seagulls who began to circle the platform instead of shooing the birds away the man offered them a few chips he'd toss one a foot or so away from him it was like he was beckoning them to come closer he kept doing this eking the chips out slowly until there was a big group of seagulls in front of him 15 or 20 a tiny army he'd throw them a chip every now and then just enough to keep the birds interested but not enough to sate them it was frustrating they were getting angry and squawking it was like he was rearing them up for dot 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 something (laughs) <laughs> then the train came And everyone got on But the man stayed on the ground with his chips Just when the train was about to leave It happened Right before the doors closed The man threw the entire bag oh. of fish and chips Onto the train The entire flock of seagulls followed the bag And the doors closed inside the train oh <laughs> Pandemonium <God. laughs> ensued. The next stop was five minutes away <laughs> oh my God. And so this went viral And it, like all all over basically it was on facebook and people started sharing it and someone was like dude you got to make this public and he's like i did so it went everywhere and then like i think the age ended up getting involved that like people were trying to prove that it happened or did not happen because there was a bunch of like people being like yep i know the guy or yep i know the train and then of course a bunch of skeptics being like this wouldn't happen but so no one really like uh and no one found the guy as as far as i know who did it but yeah this is a frankston guy who just gathered a bunch of birds and let them loose yeah. on a train. Uh, what a, that is a
3: great... I want to see the fantastic. Samuel Jackson bir- birds on a train. <laughs> <laughs> Get these
0: motherfucking birds <laughs> up.
3: Uh, As
0: someone cool. that spent a lot of time at Frankston Station uh, and has never heard that story before, I can tell you 100% that did happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it also so true.
3: Like If that hasn't happened, it should ha- That's hilarious. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's such a that's great, so great prank. That's a great prank. Yeah, that's a very fucking good prank. Um, I, I want to talk about Uh, A local poly. We always have a local poly. This guy um, Pretty Well you know Not even just a It was a Victorian Member of parliament right Jeff Shaw Uh, Yep
0: (laughs) (laughs) When you said local member of parliament I was like Fuck who could that
3: be I can't name any And it all just It's all
0: coming (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um, This guy is like There's no like one scandal There's just so many He just He just reads as a real angry just shitty guy. Like he's, he reads as, he reads very Mark me, you know, where yeah, he's right, just like, sure. there's some deep anger in there. Yeah, and then knock a caveat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, um, so I've just got a timeline of stuff. I mean, it really doesn't start well. This guy, he's, um, he's, he's, he's just an agitator. He, so he, he grew up in, in Frankston. He was like a local, um, he got an accounting degree and then he just got elected to the member of parliament for the liberals the Liberals were in government at the time. During his first speech to Parliament, um, Mr. Shaw snubbed the traditional welcome to country um, by acknowledging the original owner of the land as God, the creator, Abraham Isaac Jacob. Oh, the God of oh, He worked for the Franks and Bombers social team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so straight out of the gate, this guy is like, don't tell me what I have to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm not going to, you know, uh, I don't know, Friggin' um, do anything for the w- crazy left or whatever, you know. That that's, this is twenty eleven, right? So this is how we started, and this timeline. It's just all different things. Twenty, so April twenty eleven. Police are called. Um, after Mister Shaw refuses to leave his wife Sally's home, the pair had recently separated. So that's a little mm-hmm. lead for later. Mm-hmm. So he's bringing his wife's already sick of him. a Day into fucking parliament, you know? <laughs> um, uh, this is a bit crook. This is where he got a, these first like national news sort of thing, where a local constituent wrote to him. This is before obviously gay marriage was legal. Around where it started to really heat up, so 2012 and. A local constituent wrote to him to discrimi- that uh, wrote to him that discriminating against same-sex marriage was wrong, and the person has a right to love whoever they please. Jeff Shaw replied, "Well, what if I love driving 150k in a residential area? Should I be allowed to do?" <laughs> That's his great <laughs> argument. What? What an analogy yeah. <laughs> of all the arguments. Yeah, <laughs> and, again, and then he continues, he's, "What if I? What if I wanted to get drunk, take drugs, steal, and murder? Should I be allowed to do that? What if um, someone loved being a child molester? Can they also get away with that?" It kind he of sounds like
2: he does want to be all
3: those things. Yeah, things yeah, like yeah. It's yeah. really, yeah. really. Yeah. Fun yeah, and the work.
1: only thing holding him back is the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I
0: think he wants
3: to go live like on a commune. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, he's yeah. A start yeah. a militia. <laughs> so he got a lot of heat for that, obviously, and uh, everyone was really upset. So, he, um, and then this is actually a bit of a callback. Is in 2011, it turned out that in 1992, um, Shaw was um, charged, fined, placed on a good behavior bond. But escaped conviction over a serious assault while working at a bouncer at Frankston nightclub, 21st century. Oh, so he was a bouncer in '92. That ah. filled my brain with chemicals. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> oh, and apparently threw a guy down the stairs, and he got he basically got fined. It didn't come out until then, so it didn't come out in all of the election or anything like that. But he's like this accountant bouncer. Like, he, that's an odd combo. Yeah, you don't mm. hear many accountants. So bouncers. It, it makes a little bit more sense in a minute. Um, so that came out, and he's like, "Oh, listen, it was in the." post and da, 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 but whatever the guy who he assaulted was like he shouldn't be in parliament and he's starting to build up a little bit of like stink around him right and there's a lot a few different things happening here it's not just he's a conservative culture warrior it's like this guy's got some dirt on him right um in 2011 um he's driving around his electorate and he sees that police have pulled over a driver and are like giving the driver a ticket for something and the driver is like yelling abuse at the police officer Mr. Shaw decides to intervene and, and, and yeah, like <laughs> yell at the guy. Uh, so police reported that the member for Frankston, and it says this is great in in brackets, a karate enthusiast
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: had a word to the driver about his swearing, and a scuffle broke out. So this guy's getting like a ticket. The guy's yelling at the cop, and Mr. And the Mr. local Shaw member, right? Like, I'll take it from here. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> he's wearing and dirty. Yeah. 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 he's doing his fucking blue belt up. Yeah. He's in crane. Just does this? Yeah, he's <laughs> like, this is my jurisdiction now. So,
1: is there a picture of this guy? He must be a huge unit, right? Like- no, nah, he
3: just—he looks exactly. He just looks like an angry normal. He looks a little bit like Jeff with a buff. G. Yeah,
0: yeah Jeff yeah, with a G.
3: S H A W. Um,
1: I just wanted to see because if he's trying to go down the stairs and he's karate chopping people.
3: I, from my memory, he's very tall. Yeah, he's I couldn't get, dude. I couldn't glean that how tall he is. He certainly doesn't look like he would. It looks like he would be intimidating. If there
1: he, are a few pictures here that make me think he could fuck someone up. Yeah, I'm sure. Like yeah. karate
3: enthusiasts, he probably. It's not like I assume he's good at karate. I mean, that that's still lame. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not saying I mean, that he's like can, a white belt you
1: can be a karate enthusiast and be rubbish at it.
3: Yeah, yeah. that's true, but. I mean, he so for ten years he's you know been floating around. I assume when he was a bouncer, he either he was in the karate then, or that gave him the taste for karate. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. for ten years he's been doing this. So that happens. That makes the um, this is the thing that actually got him in trouble. Like I guess in 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 the government was they launched an investigation into him because he had he was also running two businesses while he was in government. He ran a accountancy and he had a karate hard, school. <laughs> he, had a, uh, he had a hardware business in um charum downs is that you know oh right? carum, downs. carum downs carum downs so he had a little hardware factory there and he basically had his parliamentary car and his staff at his hardware factory we were driving that around delivering screws and nails <laughs> with <laughs> like the government like fuel car <laughs> <laughs> and so he just let them drive in like the mercedes or whatever yeah, yeah. like to drop off a That's bunch so of hammers funny. and so he got caught doing that and he was just like ah oh, they didn't i they that was their fault it wasn't my fault and i won't apologise. And basically, um, uh, he, he got kicked out of the Liberal Party and sat as an independent. But the problem was they had a one-person majority. So then he had the balance of power. So he was like the most powerful person in the entire government, just oh. in that one move. Physically as well. With Physically the, as yeah. well. <laughs> with the karate. He bashed Kevin Rudd. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> well, he's a good guy, I guess. Um, um, so then it, this is great. So uh, Vision, uh, during one of the uh, – sorry, just before he got kicked out, but after the um, allegations when he sort of like – um, still in the Liberals, vision from Wednesday sitting um, in Parliament sort of made the news because Mr. Shaw is accused of yelling a lewd comment at Labor and making a pumping action with his hand. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Mr. Shaw
3: said his comment was not lewd or offensive. He simply pointed at the opposition and called them whackers. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Labor, wackers. Labor and audio of the meeting uh, back up that the, the Labour's claim that he was yelling wankers, not whackers.
2: But Mr. Shaw... Whacker, yeah. <laughs> oh, a bunch of
3: whackers. So, uh, cl-
2: you know, so he goes, either some way, trouble. like, you could say that saying someone's a wanker and a whacker is the same insult. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't I know? I don't, I don't, off, I'm so much less off. offended by <laughs> wacker. Yeah.
3: yeah, I call them jack offs, you know, like it's like <laughs> masturbators.
1: <laughs> In all of these articles, it's just like, yeah, he said the uh, Mr. Shaw, a karate enthusiast. I know
3: that was very like sneaky by that. I loved it. Um. Uh, oh, this is great. So this is from before when he's, uh, his wife uh, left him. Uh, May 2012, Mr. Shaw repeatedly put up handmade signs on Golf League Road in his electorate, declaring his love for his ex-wife, pleading for her forgiveness. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> Plead- My school was on Golf League road. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Please forgive me. I love you, Sally. Psalm 42, one. Psalm 42.1. Do we we know what that is? Well, it didn't write on the sign, but I have it. Um, Psalm 42.1. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, my God. Oh, my (laughs) Lord. There's this guy, current member of parliament, putting up signs in his electorate, pleading for his wife to come back. That is pathetic. (laughs) That is so (laughs) sad, (laughs) Elaine. If it wasn't for all the other stuff, I'd feel really bad It's also the
1: second instance in this episode in frankston where someone's communicated to
3: yeah, a power wall yeah. with yeah, yeah. public art yeah. <laughs> it's just the way it's just the frankston <laughs> if, way, if i had to
0: pick an adjective an adjective to describe the frankston personality i would say stubborn yeah, yeah. Like that just comes through everyone every interaction yeah, he, right.
3: that, he definitely through jeff because like all the things he does actually wrong like legally and parliamentary like he can just apologize and it's fine and he just doesn't <laughs> and he's so stubborn like so he quits the liberal party sits an in independent because they just say you need to apologize for you know and and pay the fine of uh the use of the fuel card and he just refuses and eventually he has to but he refuses to pay it so the uh, he quits the liberal party sits an in independent and then the premier ted value resigned that day that, that caused the government to change their leader to Dennis Na- Nathan or what? So Dan Andrews is the opposition leader. This is just before he comes into power. So he basically sort of like unraveling the Liberal Party. Wow. Just with his actions, right? So he's responsible for dictator dance. He's de- he is responsible. <laughs> so that was my last final point of why he's a bad guy. He's like a charter shop. Yeah, man? yeah, no. So in twenty thirteen, the Latham thing, uh taxi driver. Mr. Shaw has an altercation with taxi drivers oh <laughs> protesting on the steps of Parliament. He pushed a seventy four year old so the taxi drivers are just protesting Parliament about the whole Uber thing. Yeah. And mm. he's just walking into Parliament and he's, and so he's got so nothing to swinging. do with it. Nothing to do with it. They just, he, <laughs> he's so got his gear on. 70, <laughs> he's, he's uh, a 74 year old man, he pushes a 74 year old taxi driver over who had confronted Mr. Shaw because Mr. Shaw called him ta- a taxi driver mongrel scum. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So this 74 year old man <laughs> just like get, gets in front of him and he pushes him over on the stairs. um So he sort of doesn't apologize for that. Um, charges are <laughs> dropped It's whatever um, he, he brings down The Speaker of Parliament He sides with Labor And they and they basically declare A lack of confidence In the House So he turns on the Liberals fully He's voting with Labor now And things He's unravelling the whole thing um, 2014 August The Minister for Innovation Tells Parliament Mr. Shaw had asked her How he could arrange A taxpayer taxpayer-funded trip to Europe because he wanted to propose to his girlfriend in Paris and marry her in London. So he's like, how can I get the taxpayers to fund this? And she basically came out and said, yeah, he asked me how to do this and oh I'm, I'm reporting it. Wow. Um, so he's eventually suspended from parliament for 11 days because he wouldn't um, – and then he said when he comes back, here, I still apologise um, for misusing his parliamentary car. This is right back at the, the other thing with the car um the fuel card. He returned to Parliament after eleven days. He said sorry to Parliament um, for w- what he did. One hour later, he told the Herald Sun it was a farce and basically he wasn't sorry. <laughs> and they made, <laughs> and they made him. Um, and then uh, they tried to kick him out of Parliament, but that failed due to um, dictator Dan um, uh, opposing it, uh, opposing voting to kick him out because two months later there was election. So just wait till the election. And he got kicked out in twenty fourteen election. He ran- came back. And he ran as a, of course, this is just the actual natural arc of the, this character. He ran as a Clive Palmer UAP candidate yeah, oh, there election. it is. in the 22, <laughs> uh, 2022 election. And he got 3,000 votes in like the upper house of... Um uh, Victoria, which was, which was like 20,000, 20 times less than he needed. He needed 70,000 votes, <laughs> 80,000, got 3,000 in his like, ward. So, wow. yeah, a little. Trying? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Well, it may not be the end of the Jeff Shaw um, story, but that's it for now. So, um, <laughs> Can just I just tell you
0: my Jeff Shaw story? Oh, oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> love it. Um, his kids Ooh. went to my school. Wow. So and it, it was a religious school. Uh, and so his son, Nathan, was about like three years younger than me. Um, and we ended up being friends because we both did like the school play and stuff. Like he was really cool. I really liked him. And I, I've always got this like uh, energy from him that he didn't really subscribe to like the cultification that like his family kind of mm. puts out there. And everybody knew who his dad was and yep. stuff as well. Um, and I remember I was the first gay person he'd ever met. And so he was doing a lot of like again. It was like that inquisitive racism almost, where yeah, he was yeah. like, "So what do you mean? You just feel that way about guys? Yeah, like, what bro. do you do with the dicks?" <laughs> 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 so I'd like sit down, like hey, hey, I'm seventeen, like telling him like my limited experience of like you know sexuality and shit. Um, and I remember once he he had a teacher that I I didn't have uh, whose name I forget, but it was this guy who'd only been working there for about a year, and I'd heard on the grapevine that he. This teacher was pretending to be Christian to get this job, uh, as someone um, who would. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Because you know they make you do like uh, prayers in the opening in the morning and that kind of crap. That's like a real George Costanza. <laughs> <economy>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> completely. And this guy was like probably like twenty eight as well. Yeah, uh, and he was caught by. An ex student who was now eighteen that I was friends with uh, at one of the nightclubs, Davies, I think was, uh, which is right opposite from the Twenty First, um, with like a drink in his hand, a cigarette in the other, and it was like very unChristian behaviour. Uh, yeah, right. So, praying word- to Satan,
3: you know,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <got> a little <laughs>
3: pentagram thing. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, word had spread that he was like not, uh, you know, a part of the family, mm. I suppose, and one time he ran the homeroom that this nathan kid was in and he had his laptop like plugged into the projector or whatever and in another tab not actually open on his computer but in another tab uh, they saw in chrome or whatever like that he had a porn window
2: open come, come on nah. dude shut nah. your yeah. shit down it's your tab idiot. 101 you know <laughs> oh. Incognito. (laughs) It seems like
1: one of because what's it? The guy who got busted jacking off on Zoom as well was like last year. I mean, which
2: one? There's been like yeah, yeah,
1: that's what I mean. It seems like one of those things where you're like, come on, who would do? And then it would happen to you. Like that, you, you know. Yeah. I I think it could I think, slip it, I think it could be so easy to be like sitting oh. S- <laughs> <everybody. laughs> like,
4: up We all
2: we've all done
1: it. I, 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 I have five saved notes apologies.
2: Ready to go. At the risk of accidentally manifesting this, I will say that is never going to happen to me.
4: <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay.
2: Timestamp. Time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I remember I was talking to
0: Nathan about it cause he'd seen it and all the kids were like, Oh, Oh, we've seen it, and like the teacher clearly saw that they figured something out. And it was like fuck, fuck, and like closed it, whatever. So it was just kind of like, okay, we're not talking about it.
2: Did anyone remember what, like what the search term was? Oh was no, I don't know. I think it was like lesbians milf or something. Lesbians. <laughs> yeah. mm. I don't know. What a straight hot. people <laughs> search <laughs> on. <their laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> Two girls having fun. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's my favorite video
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I remember talking to Nathan Selma about and Louise. that day. Two girls having fun. <laughs> <laughs> He he was watching two girls, one (laughs) (laughs) car. No, I was talking to Nathan about it and he was like torn because he was like, that's really like weird and gross and like he should get in trouble as the teacher sort of thing. And he was telling me about it and I was like, I don't think you should say anything. Like it happened. He very clearly was like, oh shit, like, you know, wrong laptop or whatever. Like he's not showing you porn. You didn't see a video on the screen. Like, don't worry about it. He's a human being. And he was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then I found out through the grapevine that he, Nathan had gone, uh, ignored my advice and gone to like the principal or whatever and like snitch, ratted on this teacher. Fucking yeah. yeah. And then in the school newsletter that Friday, Mr. Whatever has resigned for oh, personal reasons. Oh, no. I know. And he was like kind of cool. I was like, that's yeah, a shame. That it is. Sucks. Yeah.
3: I had like, I think I told this story, but we had like a real cool 28 year old English teacher at our school. And then he... And he was like, you know, like talking, it was so lame in hindsight, but like, he just said, cause all the other teachers were stuffy old losers. And this guy was like, yeah, I'm going to Sydney, going to some nightclubs on the weekend. Clearly just trying to impress everyone. And then it was like, he went missing and then we're like, what happened to Mr. Whatever? And then like, he had sex with an 18 year old girl in the toilets at school. Oh Oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, he should probably (laughs) Yeah, He should probably go to jail. (laughs) It was like a fucking loose porn tab open where it's not even the tab. It's like, you know, Jesus Christ. I know, it was fucking heavy. That's brutal. But yeah. Uh,
2: I did want to bring up one uh, local um, sort of um, local legend, bit of a character. Graham Kennedy, Mm. the king. The king of TV. The king of TV. That's right. So for any like uh, anyone who doesn't know who it is or any overseas listeners, I guess he would be our version of like a Johnny Carson or someone yeah. like that. Oh like yeah. He was like the late night guy. Um, and I kind of went through his life, just a few little things. Have you guys ever watched the, I think it was like 2008 or 2006 sort of era um, telly movie with... Uh, Stephen Curry playing Grant I Kennedy? know what you're talking about oh, I, I, I remember that it. coming it's out really yeah. it's really good it's fucking awesome so if anyone I would recommend watching that like it's a great story um, but this bloke like a few things that stood out like so in 1957 he hosts um, a show called In Melbourne Tonight so there's In Melbourne Tonight and there's In Sydney Tonight and there's there's mm. no link up. There's no national television TV, oh.
3: like, TV was out in Australia in like the f- 56. Yes. Like it's, this like it's been been early the days, right?
2: year of TV. And what's crazy is like, you know, you'd kind of forget that like, you know, back then it, being a, being the host of a television show is just another job. So he he um, he was hosting five nights a week and he got 30 pounds a week. And I did the inflation calculator. It was a th- about $1,000. Wow! So it was just like, like he's just working a. He's like a butcher, baker, <laughs> TV show host. TV show host, exactly. Um, and he was always like a bit of a um. He loved pushing boundaries. He was like very famously a bit like, and again, I think we've brought this up before, but like people forget how insanely conservative Australian culture was. Yeah. Right, mm. arguably up until like the nineties, but in the fifties, like that's the height of like, you know, pearl clutching. Oh, you can't say that, and he would he was he was not um not openly because like again conservative culture but he it was known that he was a gay man but people just kind of ignored it sort of thing and mm-hmm. it was very um uh not not really talked about but it was like an open secret and he was he loved sort of using that and and making like innuendos and stuff on TV to the point where he's arguing constantly with the executives because they're like you got to get off the air how dare you and he's just like fuck Fuck off! Yeah. Um, and so one of the most famous instances of um, of just him pushing the boundaries is in 1975, he um, he had resigned from in Melbourne tonight, and he st- had his own show, the Graham Kennedy Show, which is the the big one. And it was like mm-hmm. you know Bert Newton was always Don on Lane. It. Don is Lane. Something. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, Don Lane was a Sydney guy, I think. But eventually, wow. by 75, it was a, there was a national TV network, so it was broadcast all over the country. But he did a famous crow call. I don't know if you guys remember this. Nope, so no. he did a it, I, it was like a sketch or a monologue or something where he was like just making a joke about a crow call because he'd been told that I think maybe he'd like let slip uh like a swear word and they said don't you, you can't swear on TV and so he was like all right well I'm gonna just I'm I'm just as a fuck you he went out and did this thing about like the sound of a crow and he's and he just was like he just went. Uh, <laughs> and just said fuck but like, like <laughs> yeah. and World that was like bowl. the biggest scandal you know he i think he maybe even got fired but like people were like the producers of like uh, alarm bells are going off in head office like Jesus it was just the, one God, of the biggest amazing. scandals and he just loved it because he was like what are you gonna do i was just doing a crow call <laughs> <laughs> <I didn't laughs> do, I'm still getting 30 pounds a yeah, yeah, <laughs> week <was yeah>. like, <laughs> um he um uh, another little fun fact I found, which was great, when he when he resigned from In Melbourne Tonight to do the Graham Kennedy show on the very last episode of In Melbourne Tonight, um, uh, another just a, another celebrity of the time presented him with a crown because he was like you're the king of TV, and they did like this whole ceremony, and it looked it was you know it's modeled off like an old British like king's crown or whatever, and he he ended up in his like the last years of his life he went to Bowral he had a property in Bowral. And uh, eventually ended up in a nursing home. Um, but in 19, sorry, in 2007, a private collector was just in a secondhand store in barrel and spotted the crown and was like, fuck, that's, I think that's Graham Kennedy's crown. Jesus, wow. Bought it for $5. No way. Auctioned it off for 17 grand. Oh, amazing. Oh, nice. That is crazy. That is ridiculous that b- that barrel
3: secondhand shop <laughs> it's like so <laughs> fucking i don't yeah. even know
2: where barrel is like southern highlands beautiful like an hour away yeah, yeah. In south yeah. wales yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah, okay yeah, yeah. it's really nice beautiful um and it, kind of a sad end to his life he was always a very he had diabetes he was a heavy smoker and a chronic alcoholic his entire life he ended up with Korsakoff syndrome just he lived by himself i think he had like a couple of dogs and like family members and concerned friends would come over and just like find him at the foot of the stairs like he'd fallen down drunk oh, and gross. stuff and he got moved to a nursing home and it's kind of a, like a sad end and a bit of a like go fuck yourself to the to the packer family because he always said because he made them so he made the packers so much money off channel nine and he was he had this like massive um cost to live in this um nursing home and he used to say like oh don't worry like the packers would never let me down and then so someone was like hey can you pay his bill and kerry packer was like no Oh, it's like fuck God. you Jesus And it, it eventually A guy um, Who was like A managing director of Channel 9 Just a different Just you know Slightly below the rungs Of the Packers p- I think paid like Put like a million dollars Into his account And just l- looked after him To the end of his life But wow. yeah he died In like the 2000s And stuff wow, I would recommend Watching The King It fucking rules yeah, Sounds nice. like he lived A pretty sick Like Oh pretty yeah, yeah Full life Yeah can oh, on yeah. both ends it, Life it, Totally, yeah. totally.
3: Yeah. And he was a Frankston local Just a
2: Frankston born and raised yeah yeah. He, even right. when at the height of his fame he, would, he lived at his um, mum's house in Frankston oh. like, he would just be old. <laughs> well he had no money <laughs> yeah, yeah, <actually>. yeah.
0: <laughs> he 30 pounds a week <laughs> yeah
3: god damn I, 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 until
0: I remembered he was from Frankston I always thought the most famous person from Frankston was me <laughs> 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 I'd do the open mic circuit in Sydney <laughs> <City. laughs> <laughs> actually I remember the woman who plays um, Susan Kennedy on Neighbours she was yeah, a Frankston Jackie local Woodburn. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, um, I don't
4: yeah. know how I know that. I was going to say, did you look that up? That was one of the
1: deepest parts,
0: James. And you know who else was from Frankston um, who used to rip tickets to the AMC theater when they opened like a good cinema in Frankston? Lee Harding. Ah, Wasabi. Yeah, yeah. Wasabi guy. Before he was on Idol. Right. Wow. He, was, he was that guy. A
3: bit of a music scene because Tones and I is from Frankston. Right? Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's a bit of a Frankston.
2: But movie. I argue with it I'm more famous than her. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, we should. I uh, mean, do we touch on Paul Daniel? Oh, oh we didn't even. Oh yeah, well, let's let's do do it. we forgot to We can do it five minutes on Paul. Yeah, Pete. yeah, do do it. He, well, like, like I don't know a lot about him. I just know he's one of our like most infamous serial killers. Yeah, um, I watched the I do- um, the stand documentary. Yeah, is it good?
3: It's, it's good. It's he is like the ended the the police interviews with him. He's uh, so, He's it's crazy, so creepy, right? so it's, it's it's like. I don't know how many people he killed. I think it was three, three. three yeah. But like, he is in the level of like psychosis of like the big dogs, the 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 Bundy. Like the, when you see him in there, he's mm. nuts. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how. I don't know uh, any details. I can't remember how they caught him or anything. But it was like pretty much a whole rem- absolute serial. I, kill. I do
2: remember. Yeah, I've I've listened. To, I think audio from the police interviews. But it is one of these things where it's like chills you to the bone to hear him speak because he's just a fucking psycho. Which when was it? Uh, the early 90s, so you, I think. Or? You were just a kid then? Yeah. Or?
0: Like I grew up knowing that it had happened. Okay. I remember like, because I, I was reading about it yesterday and I've forgotten that what he killed these women and then like carved like a crisscross into their chest or something. Yeah. Like uh. he just did like psychotic jigsaw behavior, like for uh. no reason. Um, there was, so yeah, he killed three people, but there was also like a woman who like got off the train at Frankston station once in like 95 or something and then like never made it to her car that was parked at the station. And everyone's like, oh, I reckon she's a, a Paul Denyer that we never found. Yeah, like no oh, one's okay. in right, a yeah. Um But yeah, now, uh, all I remember, and this this is the most fascinating part of all of it to me, is why it's the only thing I remember about Paul Denyer is that after he killed specifically only women, he went to prison and like two decades later was like, I am a woman.
3: Yeah, yes. that's right. And, yeah.
2: and it was like, I'm Paula now. But as recently as this year, he's, he's walked it back. Otherwise I'd be saying she, but he's like, no, no, I'm, I'm Paul again. And I think it was like a, I mean, maybe it was just a bit of dysphoria back, back one way than
3: the other, but it's also like he was saying, I'm, Paula, now and I killed those people because I wanted to be a woman. He was trying to use it as an excuse, yeah, yeah. which is pretty crook, obviously. Yeah, do you but he just made it up. I think he I, just made I it mean, up. I mean, he's like, well, like you said, then everyone's like, well, you're not getting out anyway. You know, and yeah. he's like, oh, all yeah. right, I'm Paula again. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. there goes that idea, you know. Well, he's up for parole in April. Are you oh, serious? Yeah. Oh wow, that's I we, don't know how. Where do you go? Well, we
2: might get him on the pod. <laughs> 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 uh, oh no! Do you, do you have any? Um, because I mean, you wrote stuff down. Did you have any? Uh, anything you wanted to bring oh, up? Before that's
0: we a good wrap question. This? I feel like we touched on almost everything I had written down. You know, I used to work in the shopping center there, and um, there was like. The, the shop that I worked in was kind of on the outside of the center on a, on a big corner. And so it was as close as you could get emergency vehicles to mm-hmm. if there was anything that happened in the shops. So, whenever there was like an old person fainting in a house or whatever, um, like the storehouse, uh, they would fucking like pull up there and then we'd all get like a front seat. And right opposite my shop, you would go up the escalator and there was a Toys R Us up there uh, and it was massive. And because of its very convenient location, you open the front doors and you go down the escalator and then you just his bolt. It got robbed constantly, yeah. <laughs> so there were Jeez, always yeah. cops coming up there, ambulances. Like I watched that towards R Us get robbed like five times. <laughs> <laughs> just robbers with like big te- stuffed teddy bears and stuff. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. <downstairs. laughs>
4: Wait, go go go!
0: <laughs> yeah, it's gone now. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's uh, my my memories of the place are like probably. I think I've cut out a lot of it because it, it was just so. uh Make it sound like it's traumatic. It's not. It was just like a heavy place uh, that it doesn't intimidate me anymore. I remember being like 15 and like the there was a house on our street a few doors down um, that was on the corner of another street and... They always, for some reason, all year round, years and years in a row, they had two Nintendo sixty four controllers like swung around the branch for tree in their backyard, <laughs> just hanging, okay. almost like it was art. Yeah. It was very strange. It was like the shoes over the power line. Yeah, 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 it was a similar vibe. They're selling drugs, selling <laughs> yeah. like ADHD medication. <laughs> or something. <laughs> Every Australia Day, they'd pull their couch out from their lounge room, put it in the driveway, and just like play the radio or like whatever. It was fucking weird. Um, but they had teenagers at that house that just like, and this is like. Uh, the like perfect example of Frankston, I think. So many teenagers in and out of that house. Never did I see the same teenager twice. Like, <laughs> it's like, how many kids do they have here? I reckon I saw like 25 different people. I remember walking home with like two friends once and a group of like nine of them approached us and were like, where are you guys going? Do you want to like fucking have some drinks? And we were like, no. <laughs> they were like four years younger than us as well. And Jeez. then they were like, oh, okay. So um, you got any wallets? We were like, not for you. Like, oh, for <laughs> like they were going to mug us and then just
3: kind of gave up. <laughs> do you have any wallets? If you don't, it's fine. It's fine. Do you have any wallets? Do you have <laughs> any, <laughs> any wallets? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs>
1: the very first hurdle.
3: Yeah. No,
1: yeah. I'm not giving
0: it to you. All right. Uh, okay, yeah. It's not like they had a knife or anything. Yeah. They were just like, give it to us. We were like, no. I'm going to go climb my tree and play the Nintendo <laughs> 64. <situation>. Yeah. <laughs> All right. right. So,
1: yeah. Okay, John. So someone tells you, hey, I am coming down to Frankston for a day of fun. I need an itinerary, something to do morning, afternoon and night. What do you tell them to do? Where do you tell them to go? This
0: is such a hard question because I literally took my boyfriend down in September and we stayed in Frankston for two days and I was like, I'm so sorry. There's nothing to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we could go,
0: the art center has always got fun shit on. There's mm-hmm. Melbourne Comedy Festival tours that like do the showcase mm-hmm. down there. Um, the beach is pretty. I just wouldn't go in it, in the <laughs> yeah, water. Yeah. <laughs> there's probably not a lot to do. It's mostly cafes now. Yeah. Yeah. There's still a bit of night
3: nightlife there, bands and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's true. I think there's very few. I remember it, uh, last time I saw the big billboard out the front of Flanny's, I think they had Lil John. Jesus. <laughs> of all people. Never. What? Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there's always someone touring, you know. Yeah, that's sick. <laughs> Yeah, that right. So well, like that's fun. not a bad that's, that's yeah that's i a mean fun day. if you can go see little john okay, i will no. say
2: avoid the maccas there's just one more oh yeah i just remembered that i did have some reviews from the um the frankston mcdonald's and i liked it as well because there's obviously more than one and this is on google maps as frankston mcdonald's two Oh uh, really? i, I oh. couldn't find number one but uh, this is number two and you know you're in for a bad time because like when you Google reviews will have like a word cloud of the most repeated phrases and how uh, many times that they're on there. So, you know, there's a little bit sus when disgusting appears 14 (laughs) times. Uh, There's toilets 67 times. um, Poo five times. Oh, good. So, I mean, this (laughs) guy, Sean Romeo goes, "Um, I've never seen such filth in my life. Went to the bathroom and saw poo everywhere and sink was moldy. Told the staff, and he just replied, "It's always like that."
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then I just, so, I did love this one from Sarah. Two stars. She just goes, "Put more chocolate sauce on my Sunday, mate." Complete not a poo log. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck oh, yeah, right. yeah that f- all checks out. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> okay, uh, so
1: let's ask the final question, John. You have ascended to the highest heights in your comedy career. You have vast riches with all those riches would you settle down in uh, Frankston Frankston <laughs> you know they said Frankganistan yeah <laughs> <I agree. laughs>
0: um no, no no so when I went back like yeah six months ago I was actually really bored like there's just something like now that it's got a little bit of like polish to it yeah um the people are slightly more polished I suppose as well the place has money they've fixed up a lot of like you know, bad streets and stuff. Like in terms of structure, um, and now it doesn't feel like Frankston to me. Yeah, yeah okay. not that it was good before, but like, I don't think I would settle down there. Yeah, Fair, right.
2: enough. Fair, Fair enough. Fair
3: enough. That's the warning to all towns over don't get better. I don't <laughs> get better.
0: I don't even want to visit again. I'm like, I'm actually done. Like, yeah. my my family can come to me. Yeah, <laughs> true.
1: Good call. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Any shows, anything like that?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm doing Melbourne Comedy Festival. Um, I'm doing a, a solo run of my show, John Glover Must Die, from March 29 for two weeks. Awesome. Um, definitely come to that. And if they ever decide to give anyone <laughs> their offers for Sydney Comedy Festival, I might be doing that too. Oh, excellent. Fantastic. And for social media, just John at John Glover? Uh, yeah, johnglover.net.au on Instagram. Um, not on... World Wide Web. <laughs> <laughs> I've purchased yeah. it. <laughs> it's a loophole.
3: Awesome. Thanks so much, John. Thank you. So much and
1: as always, please give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We have T shirts for sale. You can buy them through the link and on our Instagram. One right Drew now. is ah. modeling one, hogs a hog's breast stuff. one. We thought it would take off. It's it so has. <laughs> I, I
0: would buy one. I, I love a merch. I'm wearing a Japanese restaurant t-shirt right now. Oh, that it, yeah, shut, it yeah. shut like four years ago. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think I've been there. Ume, it was pretty good. It's fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and fucking, what else can you do? You can talk to us on social media. <laughs> we appreciated your Frankston tips. Thank you for sending the video through of the shakid. Um, yep, and. Awesome. That's it Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, wait that. Subscribe to our YouTube channel Where you can Please. watch A full video Apart from that John Thank you so much For Thanks, coming John. on No worries Thanks. Fuck Jeff Shaw so sure, Thank you Bye. Fuck Jeff
3: short sure. Bye <laughs> <laughs>